Yo. Yes, Ersky. What's the word? What's the word? Shit, man. I'm just making a beat. How you doing? Good, man. Good. How you doing? Living life? Yes, sir, man. The finer things. Yeah, man. I'm glad you tapped in with me. Getting used, getting used to this podcast life, man. I'm glad I got to do it with my day one. Oh, man. We, we, we doing this off the rip, the first one. It's only right. Yes, sir. Well, shit, man. Tapping in with you, man. I know you're working on beats, so I try not to keep you too long. You a dude always working on beats, man. I know on the, on the music side, obviously, I know you, man. So I really want you to just kind of tell us from your perspective what and what you entail and why you're doing music in the first place, man. You tell me. Shit, man. I mean, it was since there was always something. Like, I used to ride around with my dad, and he would listen to all these. Then he would, like, put me on with, like, Slick Rick. So that shit, like, stayed with me. So, like, music. And then uh, go to family functions. I got some uncles. I got people that would play music. So it's probably it's it's probably in my DNA, and then um, just rap music came, and then once I found my stick, and I found out that where I come from from the Bay, because I moved from the Bay to Amagordo, New Mexico, yeah. I found out that there's people where I'm from that are making some shit on a higher scale, and I just started tapping in with it. Um, I would do a little freestyles. I would uh, write hella shit, no structures though, just a bunch of verses, no hooks type stuff and then finally i decided to take it serious i went to school in arizona uh for crafts to like pursue it take a little more serious and shit's just been up since then there's been a lot of downfalls though but that's whenever i started taking it serious about 2011 now tapping in with you on the on the music side you're the only dude that i really know that's always talked about music always pursued music always really took music serious ever since we were little ass kids we was little ass youngins he was always working on music, talking about music. You're real inundated. I remember you had the whole wall decked out with hella rappers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Back on Texas Street. Legendary, legendary spot. Oh, shout out. Shout out, Amagordo. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, man. Shit, we used to. So, uh, Texas Avenue, bro, that was probably, that's a legendary spot, bro. Uh, Riding around the block from the police department. Right around <laughs> from the, right in the slums, right in the hood. But shit, it was a couple. It was a couple blocks away from the high school, so we would ditch over there. We go smoke when my mom's at work. <laughs> uh, we would fucking smoke that bitch out. We would sneak out the window, be slapping Mac Dre there. We would have fights in the front yard like that. That was a spot on Texas. fights, boy. That shit. We set it up <laughs> in the middle of a fucking school day. Yeah, goddamn, we got the UFC in the goddamn hey, uh, third te- period. Tell me why motherfuckers sleep on Alamo. Remember that one time we were speaking of Texas Block? I remember this one time we were inside. We were on for, like, lunchtime. We went outside, and they left your mom's whip on the fucking bricks. Remember? Oh, there's hell of us. There's a... We we had the whole little, the little spot. And then I look outside, and they got my mom's goddamn cars on some bricks. <laughs> And snatch the rims in the middle of the day. Well, there's like thinking Alamo is just some little hick town, ain't nothing popping. I'm like, bro, it's pretty, it's pretty popping out there. Yes, sir. Shit, shout out, shout out the boy Ricardo, R.I.P. That motherfuckers be sleeping on Alamo, but it's really raw and rugged out there. You remember Ricardo way back when? Oh yeah, man. Shout out to Ricardo Ballesteros, man. He uh, he lived down the street. He used to. 
man, back then in high school, I, like on the weekends, I would sleep till like 12. He would pull up early, knock on my window and try to smoke me out, man. That fool was wild. <laughs> That's just cool. Me and him, uh, me and him would uh, pop shrooms in high school together, man. Oh, RP to him, man. Good soul. Shrooms, boy. That brings me to my next question. Obviously, you must have dabbled. Tell me about your experience on shrooms. <laughs> ah, shit, man. Uh, yeah, I've dabbled. I dabbled a little bit. Not too, nothing too crazy with some drugs, but uh, maybe a cap or two. Yeah, maybe a cap or two. I actually, my first time experience was with you. Um, <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> But, uh, I mean, once, um, I've had a lot of good experiences, but I had one bad one, but I mean, I think, I think if you can microdose and if you can, if you have a good energy and good spirit and you're around yeah. good surroundings, that shit is really helpful to like, Yeah. If you can manage it, I know a couple of cats that microdose and I mean, they seem normal. I don't talk to them all day, every day, but you know what I mean? I couldn't do the shit personally. I mean, I would love to try it, but I feel like, uh. I know the days with the shrooms is kind of wild. They're up and down. They're all around. Oh uh, yeah, it's a roller coaster when you're off the shrooms. But I mean, if you if you're tapped in with yourself and you got a good mindset, good spirit, and you and you're one with yourself, you could uh, you could switch things up and you could ride the wave and you could really learn some shit off that. And that shit could probably that shit could inspire you. Shit, we need to uh, schedule one of those those camping trips. We take a big ass group out to a cabin and we can all take some of those shroomy shrooms. Hell nah, I seen a shroom movie, bro. That ain't it. Oh it's like a horror it's like a horror shroom movie. Oh, you talked me right out of it. Next up. <laughs> yeah, bro. That ain't it. Yeah, buddy. So man, uh how long I mean I like I said, we obviously give a background. I don't know if anybody on the, the podcast is listening and knows, but we've been rocking X amount of years since eighth grade, you know what I mean? It's been a long time. So I know personally that music's always been a part of your life, but if if music wouldn't have grabbed you, what do you think or where do you think you would be? Man, I think shit would be all bad, like honestly, because you don't think because, it could have been like a I don't know. Nah, uh, no, I don't think I could have been anything else. I think it would just been all bad. I just think that music was kind of like like it saved my life because like on my downtime. This is what I want to do, and this is what keeps me out of trouble. Like you know, like my with the homies and shit. And man, you 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 know the way that we kind of grew up, kind of wild type shit. But definitely kind of wild, boy. But uh, yeah, if I didn't have music, then I'd just probably still be on that shit. That shit, even when I was in trouble on probation, in and out of whatever trouble I was at, like there was always this hope for music, and I would just tap in. Even back then, before I knew how to record or whatever, I would just had the little CD players or MP3 players, and I'm just listening to music and just zone everything out. It was kind of like my outlet, bro. You couldn't let them skip, and then they I went from tape player to the ones that you couldn't let skip. You had to keep them still to the ones that you could, like, move around, and you could run with them, and they were still playing. And next thing yeah, I yeah. know, I think you were the first one I ever seen with that big-ass silver iPod, that fucking 1,000 gig or whatever it was, that big-ass. Oh, bro, once I got LimeWire, it was over. That LimeWire changed the game. Yeah, bro, I remember I would be trying to burn CDs like, come on, fam, let me get it. <laughs> <laughs> let me get another one. <laughs> come on, man. Come on, man. Yeah, speaking of, you was talking about probation, man. What's the, what's the, I mean, I guess I got two questions kind of piggybacking off the same one, but what's the most trouble that you ever been in? And what was like a turning point in your life where you're like, this ain't it? You know what I mean? Like, I need to do something different or 
maybe I should do this or you know what I mean? Like what was like a an epiphany, a high moment? Shit, man. Um shit, this is this is going back to Texas block. So um I'm probably like I say what, sixteen, seventeen on Texas block. My mom, she was working hella jobs and shit. She pulled up in like an old school, I think it was like a cutlass, and she let me drive in it. And she's like, this could be yours. Like I said, there's some money type shit, bro. I'm a fucking, you know, dumbass fucking. <laughs> so, yeah, dumbass and just doing dumb, just doing dumb shit, bro. And getting in trouble, bro. And that was out the window. Um, Just little small shit fighting, just a bunch of dumb shit, bro. And then then they're, they're trying to send me off from, they're like, there's nothing we can do with him. So we're going to send him off. I get kicked out of high school. Uh, Then they send me to boot camp. I was like, bro, this ain't it. I'm not good with authority. I don't want people telling me what to do. I was like, I'm about to just run off. Like, if they're going to send me to jail, then I'd rather just sit in fucking jail all day than this shit. Yeah, this ain't it. I'm going to do something else. Yeah, and then got in trouble, and they put me on drug court. Then on drug court. Shout out drug court. No, oh, that shit was, we made fun of it. We were some fools in there, but man, it was. I think uh, that was one of my turning points right there. Just hey, but court. one thing that I want to, I want to, the positive thing about drug court is one thing that they taught us about is they taught us to uh, write our goals down for five uh, years, 10 years, 15 down. 15 hey, I preach down. that to this day. I be telling my family and friends. Yeah, writing shit write down, bro. Yeah. Writing shit down and visualizing it and then just like put it into the into the universe, manifesting shit. And back then, it's just bro, like, that's a real seems kind of dumb. It seems kind of redundant or whatever, but that was one thing that I was blessed. And I think shit, maybe just... Maybe getting in all that trouble leading to that one little sit down where I had to graduate from one little um because you know hey, we, had, we used like, to get kicked out the room they used to be so mad oh they us. wouldn't let us they wouldn't let us together in the in the, in the classes because they we used to be so fools. mad at it. like y'all can't sit next to each other we'd be fucking around across the room still like fuck it but yeah we had to we had to we had to do like these little terms it was like four period terms or whatever i forgot what it was called but uh to graduate you had to you had to write this shit like what do you want to do boom 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 and the whole time, like, my shit was just, like, saying, like, I want to, like, start a record label, help others, like, inspire. And it was it was kind of, it really wasn't about me at that time. It was just, even back then, it was just, like, helping others during that shit. Yeah, but, I mean, for me taking that time and writing shit down, I think, back th- without me even knowing then, I manifested everything happened that's happening right now. Shit, I think that goes to show to your character. Shout out to homie Westside in San Diego. He, uh, I had a, a quick conversation with him earlier, and we was talking about how you guys had talked, how y'all met, and how you was a genuine dude. I'm like, yeah, man, I know a guy like, like I said, I don't want to say the X amount of years, but X amount of years, you know what I mean? I'm like, yo, I think that's cool, because he's like, yo, Kid Rich is a stand-up dude. And I think it's it's cool because like it shows your character and like you always like you said man you always been kind of looking out for everybody else at the same time instead of just for yourself. Oh man, shit! I would have you know what I mean. We didn't growing up. We didn't really have too much, but shit. If I had some, we all had it. And it's like, bro, you guys ain't got nowhere to stay. But I'm I might get in trouble, but shit, we all staying in my crib. <laughs> we gonna get these little hamburgers from McDonald's and we gonna be all right. Yeah, but my mom wasn't really there too much. She was working. So I was like, shit, we pull up stay the night here. I'll get bitched at. My dad was working. Then I would be at my grandpa's house. And he didn't. He was just, like, going with the flow. But Yeah, I mean, trying to roll with it. 
I mean, shit, if we eat at my grandpa's, he's going to Sam's Club and he got them chicken tenders on deck. He got, got shit in bulk. Yeah, so buddy. We, we all eating, bro. I remember we would hit that that Lipton iced tea. Oh, mix that with the Crystal Palace. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you missed me with that shit. That shit is rough. <laughs> hey, um, I had a quick, sorry, check it out, man. <clears throat> on the music side, I got two questions. One, on the music side, say you you just driving down the block and there's only one song you could listen to. You got to just listen to that mug on repeat for the next half hour. What's what's what song you going to pick? Damn, that's the probably hardest question I've ever. I think I think oh man, what's the name of it? I used to love her by Common. That's my shit right there, bro. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I like I like how he flipped that shit. It seems like he's talking to a female. Mm-hmm. And I think even that that even though it probably um um that uh Wakisha by uh what's his oh, name? Oh by fucking money bag. That shit's yes. hard. I'd be that shit the way somewhere somewhere I along mean. the line that shit is inspired back to that where you make it uh, seem like you're talking about a girl. Yeah, you're yeah. flipping it and talking about something else. So I think He's he had to have been inspired some way down the line about it was that, that Wakisha. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, Common was like the first one that seemed like he was talking about a girl, but then he was talking about hip hop, like type. Oh shit. That yeah, was the, the way that he talks about it. Yeah, That's why yeah, I, I yeah, think yeah. that was one of the songs that made me fall in love with like the artistry behind music. I'm like, what? This fool snapped on him. Damn, bro. I'm I'm trying to think. Shit, we'll circle back. Uh, I, I got another doozy for you. All right, check it out. You're an artist. You're independent. You ain't signed nowhere. Two. This is a two-part question. One, you get to create your own deal. Well, how would you create your deal? I mean, and a lot of people listening, they might not know how a deal works. So I want you to tell me like what you would want out of your deal and why. You know what I mean? What kind of terms and what would you would do for it? Should I have my own little? I mean, it. Uh, it's uh, sounds like money. That's some shit that I had. Like branded, I wrote it down type shit, and this shit that like people that have potential, I want to put them with the team. Yeah. And so I put it from like producers to different genres. I got this dude, shout out to Weddle. Um, he's on like the acoustic yeah, type, yeah, acoustic type stuff, melodic. He started off as like a um, like a metalhead, but then the first time recording him, I'm kind of like coaching him, teaching him like melodies or how to say this or this and just coach them but um so i just want to touch different genres but uh, i mean shit i mean i ain't even i just want to put people in better positions the money of course of course i would like to make money out of it but i mean i want to give them the royalties like all that shit i'm not even tripping if i was if i'm the ceo i'm like yo bro check it out uh i'm ready to sign you all i got is a thousand dollars man you rocking with me or what I can, I can help you, man. I can help you, but I got the all I got is a thousand dollars straight up front, and the only thing I need is one percent back from each each song you got. Is that a good deal for you, or what, what you think? I mean, shit. I think I think any turning anything from nothing is a good deal, even if you get if you if you're advanced. I was just watching the Big Sean interview. He said his first advance when he got signed with Kanye was fifteen thousand oh, dollars. That was his that was his advance. 
but he prolonged that money and made that money stretch. But if you can make that money stretch, I mean, you're turning nothing into something. So yeah, I mean, as long as you're not getting fucked in the back end, and then you you can get your royalties or you have creative control, and that's it. And that's the thing about like a label. Like I want creative control because recently I've been making some shit that's like more melodic, way different than my original my original roots. But man, I listen to Greedo. I listen to, you know, I listen to hey. Tra- Travis Scott, Cuddy, even Kanye's me- melodic stuff. I think it's dope that you said, like, you, you wanted creative control. And I think, see, not a, you, not a lot of people even know what that is. But as an artist, I think that's one of the highest aspects of, like, if you end up in a bag like Little Dirk, say he didn't own his music and he's like, I want to do something different. And without the creative control broken down in your contract. You can't do nothing different. You know what I mean? Man, you he, gotta he was he was still be rapping. He would still be rapping on yeah. On, see, man, I think that's that dope. You shit. pointed it out. That's smart, man. I see. And that's not a lot of people know that shit. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Ski. Yeah, man. I mean, uh, obviously, the the music is really big in your life. Besides music, what else you got going on? Shit, man. Uh, shit, I got a family that that I try to take care of. I got that shit that's going good. Um, shit, man. Just, I mean, music is life, bro. I mean, I got, I got the job, and I don't ever want to knock somebody that's working and trying to be making music at the same time. Cause, man, you gotta. This shit is expensive being an artist, especially if you're an independent artist. So use that money that you're getting a nine to five. If you can get a career, and you know what I mean, use that money, put that shit aside, put that for promotion, for beats, for graphic art, all that shit, bro. So. Yeah, ain't nothing, ain't nothing wrong with that, bro. Cause, and you probably you probably gonna make it faster than somebody that that's just staying stuck, just making music all day, that don't have no money for nothing. You know, money is the key to. Unfortunately, it's the root of all evil. But you, you know what I mean. If you ain't making no money, bro, it's really hard to make any moves. What's not even just rap, but anything in general. You could sell Tupperware. You ain't got no money to buy the Tupperware. It's gonna be super hard to buy the Tupperware. You know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. The uh, your your name, man. How'd you come up with your name? Kid oh, Rick? man. Oh, hey. man. All right. All right. So check this out. So back, so we used to always be chilling, bro, back in the day. And you'd be like, oh, you got this close. Oh, you got this. Rich kid. That's that's what it stemmed from. You'd be like, rich kid, rich kid. But shit, I was like getting shit from like Marshalls type shit, Burlington's, you know, or Shit, I was even hustling back then, just getting a little shit and just making it seem like I had something. But you know, yeah. Texas block really wasn't too much. My parents weren't together. My dad wouldn't wasn't around, but he would he would use his right. money kind of kind of like buy my love type shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, he would pop in and out. Yeah, I see. Yeah, I see. yeah, yeah type shit. So, but I would always make sure that it looked like I had more than what I had. So I was like, get rich. I want to be rich, like like money wise. That's that's what I was like. That's what I'm gonna use. I'm gonna be kid rich. And that's what I had. And then, but like the kid, like I was always a. Even now, I'm like I'm a grown ass man, but I'm still full. You know what I mean? I'm still a kid. Like I still, one thing that I want to instill into my kids is like don't ever outgrow your imagination. Cause right. that's what make that's what makes kids kids is their imagination. Yeah, and how far? But they then the older you get, the older you get, they try to like ah, uh, you don't, you know what I mean. But like, imagine Steve Jobs. They told Steve Jobs to grow up. Yeah, no, that's he, really he, his imagination. If they cut off his imagination, 
we wouldn't even be doing this this podcast because I got an iPhone right now. Yeah, no, you know we I mean? the imagination so like, is so even what, so that's where the kid that's that's where the kid comes from, uh, and the rich. But now, um, rich to me means like rich in spirit, rich in the mind, uh, rich in health. Like forever rich, so I got a project in the works called Forever Rich, but that's what it is. You got to be rich in all those before you, before you enrich in the pockets. Yeah, buddy. No, I dig it. I think it's cool because there's creative aspects behind it instead of just like you know what I mean, some random dude that just names himself little, little dickhead or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's like, you know but I mean? that's what it started though. I was, you know, I was like, that's a cool name, rich, like about money, but. The older I got, the more experiences. Like, man, money doesn't really matter. Like, I'd rather be rich, you know. Yeah, but, there's uh, a lot of stuff that would, can feel more. It's like, it's like, sure. it's like being broke is a mentality. Being rich is a mentality, you know. So it's like, I've been broke before, but I've never been poor because I see poor as like a a poor mind state, a poor, you know, like a negative. Yeah, you're but poor like, in spirit. You're poor yeah, in but yeah. like you could be broke. I've been broke a lot of times. We all been broke, but I wasn't right. poor. You know, yeah. I, I, I can say, I can honestly say I was never poor. Hey, Bob Marley talks about that when they say how much money or how much riches you have or whatever. And he's like, riches, you talking about money? What does that make me rich? No, oh, yeah, I got to sample that shit right now after yeah, this. That shit is hard. Send me the beat after. Let's up with it. Yo, so as far as like your, your creative style, man, how do you even, like you said, maybe it's we just actually uncovered that one right there because you just heard something. You're like, yo, let me sample that shit. I'm going to smack it together right now. Oh, man, ins- inspiration is everywhere. It could be just driving around and I see something. It could be conversations I have with the homies. It could be listening because I'm inspired by, I listen to music all day, you know. When I'm working, I listen to music. When I'm driving, I'm listening to music. Yeah. Before I work on music, I'm listening to music, but it's not it's not that I'm trying to bite, but it's just like trying to create look listen to sounds or a metaphor yeah. or just like different type of shit or even an interview, a podcast that I watch. It's just like bro, inspiration is everywhere. Um, my kids talking to my kids or some shit, like inspiration everywhere. So it doesn't really come from one spot, but I mean inspiration is everywhere. Shit, uh I definitely agree, man. Inspiration could literally just be you like looking down at the mouse pad on the computer or, you know what I mean? You hear a lyric or somebody talking, you read something on the newspaper or something happens, you're in the middle of a conversation with somebody else or anything can happen. You know what I mean? You just get inspired or something is stuck in your head and you just run with that. I think that's the best part about being an artist, man, is it just really is everything, especially rap, bro, is like the whole world is kind of your canvas and you kind of just run with it, play with it, and paint whatever you feel like. Exactly. Artist painting. Yep. Shit, bro, if there was one thing in your life right now to change, what would it be? The only thing I would change is to get more change. <laughs> but nah, I think, I, I think, I, dig dude, it. I, I think everything, we all need even, more money. I think everything, from this point on, I'm supposed to be exactly where I was because honestly, when I first started rapping, I was getting discouraged. Like, God damn, like, boom, only like 20 listens. Then I hit my first 100 listens. Like, that shit, that shit means a lot rather than, I'd rather have that shit than me making my first song and boom, I'm getting a million. You yeah. know what I mean? Because it's it's a struggle that comes along with it. So it's like, if I would have popped off on my first song, 
10 years after that, I wouldn't have nothing to talk about. So with all this struggle that it took to get here, now I still have substance. I still have things that I can talk about. I have things that can inspire people because I'm going through this, all these different emotions, all these different struggles, all these different in and outs of the music shit. I've dealt with it all, you know what I mean? So it's like, I mean, I wouldn't change anything because I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. Even if it takes another 10 years, I mean, shit. I mean, there's just more, more shit to talk about. So it's more substance, more music, more albums, more productions, more beats. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, I dig it. As far as um, kind of working with other people, man, do you have anybody that you're trying to work with or that you would love to work with? Shit, I'm trying to think. I know you got a lot of names that you've. Uh, you got on the music side people that you got that you kind of rocked with i'm gonna say i'm gonna say something different that probably no one has ever said oh There's man something no has been that outside of <laughs> <laughs> shout out to her she just got her uh legal situation but uh, <laughs> uh carlos santana bro if i can make a beat with his with his guitar I ain't even mad at that. That fool was nasty. Carlos Santana. I used to listen to that whole album, Maria, Maria, all that shit. Yeah, some some eight of simple eight oh eight drums, just the kicks, not that bass line shit, but just like an eight oh eight kick, some trap drums over that shit with the guitar. That shit would go crazy. Hell yeah. Well shit, man, I appreciate you tapping in with us. Squeezing this time. I know you got other shit jumping. You're back to the beats. You got anything that you, like you said, you were about to work on a project. When are you releasing your next project? Um, shit, I got a couple. I got a couple projects, like EPs. I feel like these days, um, albums, it's kind of like getting washed out with like, if it's like more than like 11 songs, people are just skimming through shit. So I kind of want to do some EPs that are just like co- cohesive one topic but still there all the sounds are are cohesive but there's different topics but they all tap in um i got this little acoustic album with like guitar strums and stuff that's what i was speaking about color santana but uh i am sue's gonna be on that which is one of one of my biggest inspirations nice. he's gonna be on that one i got um I got day steezy from the hbk gang i got uh jt the fourth he okay, was signed okay. to uh e40 um, so so got some shit like that. Then I got this Forever Rich project that's with the Skipper. He's with HBK. And then, uh, yeah, I got a couple couple of projects in the works. Uh, I produced four I produced four beats for Dave Steezy, which is about to drop here soon. He got uh, Netha Fair on it. I am Sue. Um, I produced some shit on your shit. Um, I'm just trying to I'm just trying to I'm just trying to keep my name on everything. Even if it's behind the scenes, mixing, executive producing, writing, all that shit. I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to get it, get this money however I can. But it's not even about the money. It's just about inspiring and just networking with creatives that that can inspire other creatives to be more creative. Yeah, man, I definitely did. It's really uh, inspirational, and there's a lot of negative aspects in the world so i think it's cool for you to push something more positive and something more focused on putting out good energy good vibes towards the people the people need it man the world's really in a fucked up place right now so it's hey cool i got to- i got i got one question for you bro yes sir yes, sir how do you feel about credit and why do you feel credit is important 
Our credit is everything, bro. We're going to have to start this conversation all over again. That's for the next episode. No, nah, you got to put them on game real quick, bro. Cause... <laughs> it's a, that's a detailed conversation, man. I think that, and so in retrospect, bro, credit is like cash, but cash times 10. If you got cash, you're good, but it's better to have cash with credit. But if you don't have any cash and you got credit, you're still okay. But if you got no cash without no credit, you asked out. So essentially buying like houses, cars is not possible without credit. Uh, I mean, anything. If you want to buy furniture, you're trying to take care of your kids. They got to go to college. You're going to have to come up with 180000 You don't got to do that if you got credit. You can come up with a different, uh, like a line of code. You know what I mean? You can use it money off your credit to help send your kid to school or if your kid needs braces or anything can happen. You know what I mean? Essentially, it's basically like a fallback plan. If you don't got good credit, man, tap in with me. IBSG music. I, I do that, man. Credit consultations. We definitely can talk business. Yes, sir, bro. I had to. I already know you. You, you put me on game, bro. So I had to. Just yeah. I, I, any, know, any, anything, anything I'm on, bro. I want to put everybody on some game too. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of new to it, but you, you hip to it, so I want you to put some game out. No, yeah, we definitely go get it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start up on the the episodes too, where I'm just gonna be kind of talking and going through it. I actually signed up two clients today, man. I'm telling you, it's, we could definitely get into some conversations with whoever's listening. Definitely reach out to me. I reach out to my my mother, my kids, my family members, anybody and everybody that don't got credit. Even if you got all right credit, but I can show you how to get better credit. You know what I mean? Yes, Not man. only that, you can start businesses. You can get free flights. You can get Dior shirts. You can do anything you want with credit, man. It's, it's just how you work it. Cool, 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 bro. Yeah, buddy. So I appreciate you rocking with me, man. So I'm oh, sitting, up, sipping on this sangria. Oh, shit. I'm sipping on this Bel Air right now. Bel Air boys. Ooh. Shit, if you could sign one one, one team, who would, who would it be? Or one person? or If I could sign with somebody? Shit, man. I mean, I don't... I feel like I, me personally, I would rock with only people that are like real strong business oriented, like Burner. Yo, yo, oh, Burner, yeah. if you're listening, hit me, hit my line, bro. We could definitely, I would sign with Burner because he could teach me how to build different uh, different businesses off of the music. You know what I mean? And that's what it's at. I wouldn't want no Birdman connection or no P. Diddy or no bullshit like that. I wouldn't, you know what I mean? Rick Ross, he got oil investments. He got multiple high wing spots and shit. He, like he got Bel Air. He got, got Bel Air. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I'm talking about. Jay Z and stuff. Like, I'm trying to sign with somebody to teach me how to get money. I mean, I think, I think I'm just, if I were to sign to somebody, I mean, it would have to be off the creative type shit. And it, I mean, not even off the money, but I mean, yeah, good yeah. music. It would be off good music, bro. Kanye, just just because Kanye is like one of the top inspirations. I was so hurt when they dropped Sean, though. I'm like, oh uh, yeah, but I but it's like, doing? man, just being, just being, just it's just something that myself is just like just being in the studio for him. It's like, oh man, this is this is everything I ever thought of, everything I ever dreamed of, because they say like even Big Sean was saying on this podcast, he's like, man, Kanye will make you rewrite your shit ten times. But that's the type of shit that that will make you better in the end. That's you know the kind what I mean? of shit that builds you, yeah. Iron so the more like, better you are as an artist, the more income, the more you could brand yourself, type shit. But I mean, yeah. yeah. But I mean, those get them old sample beats, 
them, them graduation, them, them college dropout sample beats. That shit. That shit would go crazy. Hell yeah. Well, shit, man, I appreciate you being available for this quick 30 minutes, man. Appreciate you tapping in. Episode one of the podcast. Right now, we don't got a cool-ass name yet, but believe me, we coming with it. We out this motherfucker with Kid Rich. Yo, yes, so if, you want, if you want to leave him with a with like a, I guess a creative quote or words of wisdom, or you could tell him to get off the ass or tell him whatever you feel like telling him, something you want to leave him with. Oh, man, I mean, um, shit, it's never too late to chase your dreams, bro. I mean, it's never too late. Keep uh, If you have a dream and you feel like you're, you're a little bit older, or you're you're looking at Instagram, you see that everybody's doing shit, and you're not hip to it, or you're not up to part of that shit, man. It's just like life, which everything you do, good or bad, is gonna come back in the universe. So it's just like, man, you're exactly where you should yeah. be right now. It's on you to make the most of it. So right. just keep keep on going, man. I mean, shit's gonna pop off. Don't get discouraged off if you. If you wanna, if you decide, if you're thirty years thirty years old right now and you wanna drop a song right now, you only get ten listens. Don't be discouraged about that shit, man. Just, just think about that. that's ten more listens that you had that you that somebody doesn't have. Right. So keep right. on, keep on going, keep on striving, man. Cause trust me, man. I know a lot of people look up to people, and then there's these new artists these days that they'll drop their first song that should get thousands of millions of views and then going viral, but. Right. That shit ain't that shit ain't gonna last, man. Just appreciate the struggle. Write down those emotions, how you feel. Write down the emotions of how you want to feel, and everything's gonna just keep being a good person. Keep inspiring. Keep on tapping in with your family, your friends. Be a good person. The universe is gonna reward you, bro. You're, you're, everybody's meant to be great. It's on us to to uh, determine that and to make that shit come into fruition. Nah, man, I think that's super dope because, like, I literally always preach that, man. Whatever you're putting out, definitely coming right back to you. You got bad energy all the time, bro. Bad shit's coming back. You got good energy. Believe me, you're going to get blessed. But even if, if like, because even if you got bad energy, the world, God, whatever you believe in is trying to bless you. You just keep blocking exactly, it. Exactly, bro. Exactly. You open your eyes. You're always looking down mad instead of looking forward ahead, waiting for the blessing to approach you. You got to just be able to accept that, man. So I think it's cool. You left it with that. I just see it's like this. You got your headphones on. You're walking down a busy ass street. You got your headphones on. You got your, you got your, you got your head down. Little do you know, there's a guy to your right who's trying to extend your hand. He's like trying to give you some 10 bucks. Yeah. Just because you, you're focused on your one track minded. You keep on going down the street, bro. It's like. That's what it is. That's that's what having that negative feeling is. You're you're ignoring all the blessings that you don't even pay attention that's going around. Even if you have a bad day, you're just like fuck it. I'm gonna put on some music, keep my head down, keep going. But you don't. You're blocking out that shit that you don't know that there's a guy right here next to you that just for some reason, because that's the universe working, trying to trying to get you out of that funk. So if you keep on keep on doing, right, right. Well, shit, man, I appreciate it again, man. Tap in with me, Kid Rich. To everybody listening, everybody in the future, keep rocking with us. We appreciate it. We building and growing. And definitely keep tapped in with us. Share the shit. IBSG Music, Kid Rich. Share, like, follow on YouTube, Spotify, Instagram, Apple Music, Facebook, all the above. If there's a new social site, yo, tag us on it and get us jumping on it. We appreciate yeah, it. I'm going to have the artists that I fuck with. Um... 
on a larger scale, I'm gonna have them tap in with you, get you get this podcast booming, bro. And I wish you hey, that's love. I but, hey, it. I wish you nothing but success for you and your family with everything that you, person, that you put your energy to, especially with this podcast and everything you do, bro. It's, it's always love on this side. Yes, sir. I appreciate it again, man. Be safe. Enjoy the rest of your night, bro. Appreciate yes, you. Yes, sir.